I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 161 of Stress and Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. Your boy Blues. And as always, guys, before off the episode, my usual housekeeping message. Please head over to Strap Season Podcasts, which is our Instagram page, or Strap Season Pod, which is our Twitter page. It's a link in the bio on both of those pages there, which will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if audio is your steez, you've got the obviously Spotify, Apple Podcasts links there as well. And if you like visuals, YouTube link is also there. Make sure you give us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff, please, guys. Flows, how you doing? You good? I'm good, bro. What are you saying? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's been a good weekend of boxing. We got mm-hmm. some. Uh, we got so- some it- interesting results to talk about. <laughs> no, bro, let's dive straight in, man. Yeah. You know, you, you know what we're gonna start with. Hey, we ain't, we ain't yeah. got standard ceremony here, man. Joe Joyce, Zili Zhang, part two. Flores, he's been banged out again, isn't he? Yeah, legit. He's been uh, banged out again, man. Damn. <laughs> said it, it's funny because we, we were both wrong on this occasion. We said it would be, yeah. we thought it would be revenge. Um, that was the main question of everyone, really, repeat or revenge. The signs sort of told us a little bit that, you know, re- revenge is on the cards here. But goodness me, Flores, from the opening bell, even. Let me even say the opening bell. Because... Jumping straight in, Flores, we were very clear in what we said that Joe Joyce had to do, right? Yeah. Don't stand there and not move your head. Yeah. Don't just plod forward. Be a bit light on your feet. Boom, boom, boom. So going off that, off, off the instructions that I think the whole world, including himself, sort of knows he must approach this fight with. How surprised were you, Flores? T- were you surprised at all? Or did, did you... Did you hold anything to the count when you found out that obviously he's coming in at a career heaviest. Um, did Yeah, did that play into anything for you? Yeah, it surprised me because it's almost, it seemed kind of intuitive, if that makes sense. Like, mm. um, But he had these reasons. His reasons were that he, he felt no power in his punches and such. And uh, yeah. That's what he was I, saying. I, uh, I thought his reasons were fair. If you ask me, yeah, yeah. When once he said his reasons, I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, mm. And he can't, he means business. He he feels like, yeah, if he had more power and stuff, he, he could have hurt Zhang a bit more. Mm. So when he said that, I was like, cool, um, because he came in career lightest against yeah. Zhang first time, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so initially when I heard that, it, it was concerning because it was like you've gone from lightest to heaviest, put mm. a bunch of weight. Um, but when he said these reasons, I was like, okay. Um, yeah. For me, as <laughs> I was like, it's just going to make for an entertaining fight for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because Zan came in heavier the last time as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I know what this is going to be. Slubber knocker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, walk him, sock him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for me, I didn't play into it at all, Flores. I mean, mm. I think with some fighters, fighters know their body's the best, right? They know... You know, some fighters just know that they can operate fine, heavier or lighter. He's tried the light thing. When he told, when he said, oh, yeah, you know, it was just more for the power thing. You know, he really wants to sit down his punches and really punish Zhang and hurt him. I thought, you know, that's fair enough. You have a good engine regardless. So you've operated at heavyweights before and you've been shown you've got a good engine and you can keep going. So you packing on the extra pounds, I don't think it's going to be too much. So for me, it's not a weight issue. Inherently, clearly. What I'm getting at, Flores, is obviously we've seen Joe Joyce have his open round one. And to me, in that first one, he did the right things. Obviously, you saw him circling towards, the, you know, go towards the left, which is the standard move you do against uh, a southpaw, right, Flores? <laughs> um, these, these are the basics, right? They teach you when you're facing the southpaw, circle to the left to avoid that, 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 um, his hands. So, he was doing that in, that in that first one. I thought, okay, cool. You're not really moving me, but that is, I guess, a right start, right? Mm. Keep doing this. You can sort of negate that jab. 
and you can, you know, really start to then rank up the pressure. So I'm looking at that in the first round thinking, okay, good start. Nice. That's what we want to see. Keep doing it. Flows. Tell me why. Joe Joyce <laughs> reverted to type after one round. <laughs> because after that first round flows, that game plan was gone. We've seen Zhang be like, cool, let's go for it then. And just explode into action. Remember what we said? We said Zhang is going to come fast. He has to come fast because we know Zhang in the later rounds, it's not where he's the strongest because he's got no engine. So we knew Zhang was going to start fast. And that's like a round, he decides to explode into action. And then it's, it's, it, what the return of the old Joyce flows. Head moving, going out the window, plodding forward, and just getting pieced up every single time. Zhang, Zhang in that second round exploded into action and applied the pressure. And Joe Joyce, to me, didn't want to know flows. He was, he was, he was a love, he was a mess. He was a mess, bro. <laughs> From that second round onwards, I said, yo, boy, it's gonna be a long night. Be a long night because he was get visibly he looked shaken in that first in that second round, bro. He looked hurt already. So I thought it was on a peak. What am I seeing here? This looks bad. <laughs> bad omens. Yeah. Um Zan picked up where he left off. You know what? Um, first round, I was like, okay. Joyce, you saw him trying to do a little bit of head movement. Yeah. Like you say circling to the left. Um tentative in the sense that he didn't land anything meaningful, but he was he was pouring out the jab and whatnot. Um, so he's like, okay, um, KG first round, but like you say, the start of the second round, he was right, he was right in front of Zang again, <laughs> and Zang was started teeing off, um, and buzzed him. I think in, in maybe the middle of the second round, yeah, buzzed him, looked hurt. I was like, yo, and yeah, you know my sentiments of Joyce, so I've never been <laughs> a mm. huge fan of his start mm. in terms of. Taking shots to give shots, yeah, getting pieced up by people and just relying on the chin. I hate the whole chin reliance. We'll talk about that, Flo. We'll talk about that because, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, so second round, he's I don't know, I don't know what the purpose of doing it for one round was. I really don't. <laughs> it's not a purpose in flows, flows. <laughs> I've, I, I've seen enough now, flows to tell me that there's this guy can't fight any other way. Because you've lost in a certain way, and the simple fact is you change that. Yeah. One round and you revert. And he did he reverted under no pressure, by the way. It weren't like <laughs> it weren't like Zang forced him to revert, you know what I mean? And crumble yeah, him. He, of his own will, he, he reverted. Of his own volition flows, he reverted to type, which tells me flows that this guy cannot change. <laughs> this is him. And that is bad news for him, unfortunately, against this type of opponent. Simple. It weren't the weight to me. This is now coming down to him flows. He, yeah. he, he, a leopard can't change his spots clearly with George. Yeah, he, he can't change. He tried, he tried it for one round. And I don't think he liked it. I don't think he had any <laughs> success from it. I gave Zhang the first round. I'll be wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I gave Zhang the first round. I thought he landed yeah. the more meaningful shots. Yeah. Um, it was very so cagey, I, though. It wasn't, yeah, it was, guys. It was it nothing round. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nothing round. But yeah. But what I saw, Zhang landed two or three body shots, which I thought were more telling than anything George done. And I think second round he thought, okay, now I don't know, maybe he decided, okay, now the fight's on <laughs> or something in his head. And that's the only way he did that's the fight. Um, and yeah, Zhang's quicker hand speed than him, which is yeah, because Zhang is a lightning quick um, for a heavyweight, but he's <laughs> he's is not just, he, he's not lightning quick, but he puts them punch, he, he puts them combos together though. He flows. Yeah, he, he knows how to. He, he's a good combination puncher. Very good in yeah. fact. He yeah. lets he lets his hands go. Lets his hands go. He, yeah, he has good time in it as well. Um, yeah, but he was Joyce was making him look rap. Yeah, Joyce is, makes everyone's hands speed look crap. So he makes yeah, <laughs> he makes everyone look. Joyce is slow. He's been slow from yeah. day one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from second round onwards, oh. he was wobbled. He walked hurt. Um, and then he, I think he, he tried to from then he tried to apply his own pressure. Come That's forward. when he started to <laughs> do it. Yeah. forward again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was a um, But yeah, I think like I think we said last episode that Zhang should be super confident of knowing he can mm. hurt this guy, mm. knowing he can walk and wobble him, knowing yeah. he can land at will because he was landing at will first first fight. Yep. And from second round onwards, right back to and pieces him up. The first fight, at least Joe Joyce had the caveat of oh the eye he couldn't see from it, so that's why mm. he was getting. 
But this time there was no eye excuse. He was just getting pieced up at will, yeah. which is what we see for most Joe Joy fights anyways. Yeah. Most of the fights we see him get pieced up. So, yeah, man. Zhang, yeah, as you said, picked off where he left off with the combination punch and just started exploding. Knew he couldn't miss this guy. Boom, boom, boom. And whereas the first fight, Joyce got wobbled maybe a couple times, but it was the eye that stopped him in the end. This time we'll see he's noticeably getting wobbled flows. He's noticeably taking a step back and whatnot. And that's when he... Und- and like I said, the moment he went back to that old style, it was it was almost a wrap for me because I thought to myself, yeah, game plan out the window. This could get... You know, he, look, it's not looking good for him, but I was saying that he shouldn't panic because the fact of the matter is Zhang will tire. Zhang won't be able to keep this up. And that's when he can try and get him again. That This was in the third round flows where he started to piece him up. But boy, <laughs> he should have panicked because we saw what happened in the end. Um, Peach of a set off from Zhang. I think he threw the left hand to the body. And then the right hand, right hook, cracked, cracked Joe Joyce. Brilliant shot flows. Um, honestly, it was a beautiful knockout, dirty knockout. Mm-hmm. But from when it landed, I said, yeah, it's night night. Joe Joyce, even credit to him for even getting up. Because that shot looked flows. That shot looked yeah. massive. That shot looked serious. He folded but for real. <laughs> he folded down, and I thought yeah. to myself, "Yeah, it's a wrap." But I was really shocked to see him actually get to his feet, flows, and he actually mm-hmm. he actually beat the count. But the referee, wait, obviously mm-hmm. he was shaky legged anyways, and I think the referee knew kind of thing like, "Nah, if I let this carry on, it's a wrap." But um, yeah, he stopped him like what in the middle of the third round, flows. Real, real dirty knockout. First time we've seen Joe Joyce dropped. Almost one of them knockouts flows. It's just like wow, like wow, shockwaves kind of thing. Because I don't say he came out of nowhere, but I don't think he expected it to come out like that. Flows, you know, that setup with the hook and then the right hook. I don't think I saw it like that. But credit, amazing shot, bro, amazing shot. Yeah, it was actually end of the round because the end of oh, the round fell okay. right. Yeah, okay. the end of because while he was on the floor, the end of the round fell mm. rank. Um, he got yeah, fair play to him for even get, getting up because the way he went down, it was like, Yeah, this is over. Yeah, he knew as soon as he went down. Like, well, wait, wait, I said, it's done. It's done. So it's when he got done. up, I, was, I said, Rah. <laughs> I, yeah. he, he was he was lost, he was shaken. Um, well, but... <laughs> he was, wait, he, he tried to get up, he, he, didn't, he didn't quit, um, in yeah. that sense. So, but yeah, piece of a shot by Zhang, and it might be the case where Joe Joyce is. Come against someone who's just as big and, <laughs> and just as powerful, I guess. Um, and like we, we said, flows weaker hand as well. That shot, his yeah. right hand. I mean, they, yeah, he's weaker hand. So yeah, again, this guy can really bang. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Zhang was confident. Like most people, the the aura of Joyce's chin is always. Let's question. Talk, let's talk about the chid flows because yeah, might as well. <laughs> because I'm there hearing Buncey say, you know, I, this comment spun me, but it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> he, 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 he said it was almost as if Joe Joyce didn't even back it, like he didn't trust his chin in there. I said to myself, what are you saying? This whole chinny, this whole oh yeah, you know, every time he mentioned Joe Joyce, the first thing he mentioned is granite chin. Yeah. This is not a flex. Because <laughs> it's saying that, yeah, he's renowned for getting hit in the face. And getting being hit in the face is not a flex. I'm so sorry. It needs to stop. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. And it, granite chin, granite this, granite that. How, how are you, instead of saying the mention of his size, his skill, his boxing ability, you're talking about his chin. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it, it's The aim of the game is hit and not get hit. So, for you to be saying, oh, yeah, oh, granite chin, granite chin, granite chin, to me, it's such a poor, poor flex. And, hey, stones, granite crumbles in the end, bro. <laughs> you apply yeah. enough pressure, you apply enough force, so the stone will break. That's facts. And this is what's happened with Joe Joyce, I think. Flows, I low-key think the punch resistance is gone. Low-key, I feel, I feel like, I feel like, Eventually, look, when you keep testing your chin, <laughs> eventually it's going to fold. Eventually. Like, it can't keep... Like, people are fortunate to keep up for the rest of their careers, but eventually flows, the right man will get to you, and then boom, that sets off that chain reaction of 
you know, cool. If I get hit hard enough, I'm going to fold. Joe Joyce gets his chin tested every single fight that we've seen him in since a pro. He gets banged in the, in the chin and he's able to brush it off, blah, 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 blah. But I think eventually that chips away, Flores, that attrition will chip, chip in and chip in away until the stone breaks. And I think we've seen it now with Zile Zang. That's it. So I'm tired. I don't want to hear any talk about Joe Joyce's chin. The myth of his chin is done. It's done. I remember a couple of fights ago, he said, I want to see him versus Wild. I want to see what will break first. <laughs> well, I'm actually happy that fight didn't happen because he would have got murdered. <laughs> but yeah, look, but it's done. I think I think we've said on this point that, look, um, basically what you're saying now, that there's only, only so many punches you can keep taking. There's only yep. so, so long you can have your chin tested yep. before it fills you. Um, all these granite, all these people who relied on granite chins, Carl Fox, we've seen them touch the canvas. We've seen eventually they touch the canvas. Yeah. Um, and look, this time he's come against someone who's ju- just as big before mm. he's Joe Joyce usually towers over his opponents. He's come against someone who's as big as him, six foot six. Yeah. Hits hard. Yeah. And, and he's chin's taken too much punishment over the years because. Yeah. <laughs> I would say everyone is, has landed bombs on him. <laughs> Huge bombs. Bro. <laughs> everyone. Like, everyone is doing... Parker was clapping him with, with few shots. Flows. Takam. Even... Uh, was, was, was it Dinu? The Romanian? Bogdan, Bogdan Dinu? Yeah. Was, was slapping him with shots. All these people pieced him up with huge shots. Uh, and Zhang's just as big. Hits hard. Rocked a bomb with him first fight. And in this yeah. fight, he's he's put him to sleep. So, look, even at the time where he stopped Parker, and I think I said it last time, where people were saying, oh, yeah, AJ, AJ should... I was like, this guy gets hit too much for you to be saying AJ yeah. can't stop him. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you get hit that often, and it's the heavyweights, and you're, you come up against power punches, that's yeah. a huge risk, a huge risk. Look, I'm not to say that if he survived, if his chin got him through the first six rounds again, he probably would have won. He probably would have done what Joyce does and drowned yeah. Zhang. Um, but then it's always an if with that. <laughs> it's always an if mm. because he gets hit way too often. He's, he's slow. He plods forward. Oh, he throws cumbersome. shots. <laughs> he, the way he throws shots, I've criticized before. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> strange to me. The <laughs> off it was almost as if, like, not from his legs, just like he's like, raising his yeah. arms almost flows. Like, yeah, from like, he's, if, from like his elbow, he's, yeah, throwing yeah. shots from, yeah. from his elbow, not even from his shoulder these times. His elbow is <laughs> winging shots, but the pressure's relentless. And look, um, not to celebrate his defeat, but um, it just goes to show that that, that chin stuff and these. Better work in your defense, everyone. <laughs> you say hype trade the road, yeah, Flores. Oh no. It, it, it is. Yeah. People saying this and that. They'll say he's the third best heavyweight. Um True. even we thought he'd beat Zhang. Like yeah. people buck. No, we, yeah. I yeah. I feel like you should be beating Zhang if I mean Zhang is a mm-hmm. top top quality fighter. Don't get me wrong. And I'm happy really I'm happy for Zhang because now he has to get a title shot. I really hope he does get one. We'll mm. talk about that a bit later. But yeah, man, if you want to get to the next stage, you've got to beat beat in the Zilei Zang, I think. And um, he's failed twice. He's been stopped twice. So that's conclusive. Both times. So, yeah. Um, and you know how it is in the heavyweights, flows. Once other, other heavyweights see vulnerability, obviously having that aura of being big with a big chin, you know, that mistake is now gone with, with, with Joyce. So when other people fight him, they might want to take more risks now and be like, you know what? I can hurt this guy. I can really go for it, you know? And he might fold again. His chin might let him down, blah, blah. So that mystique is now gone, Flores. Um, but it's funny. <laughs> All the big fights that Joe Joyce had, I've gone against it. I've gone against <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, Well, it's the first time you, you, really, I, you fought for him. And it, I, just, I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm it's true. Because... It's true. Even the Parker, remember, we, we both were like, Parker's going to win this. Yeah. And we were actually, we were, we were giving him props, you know, that's, you know, to stop Joseph Parker, that yeah. is a that is a big feat. Parker's a tough guy to stop. So fair play to him. I'll give you your props. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, you're really on my radar now in terms of, you know what? Okay, I can see what you bring to the table and you can be a tough night's work. 
but we always said flows we we maintained this that this hitting business how often you get hit, is is a worry it's a big yeah. big worry and he hasn't changed flows he hasn't changed from then so yeah. it is what it is yeah shout out Jean because yeah big props yeah. to him and also flows quick the the the, the comments crew afterwards as well saying oh yeah we've never seen George Joyce get hit like this blah blah stop lying <laughs> how, how does a man renowned for having a granite chin does it make sense, Flows? You claim he has got a granite chin, but you say you've never seen him get hit like this. So it doesn't add up. Clearly, you have seen him get hit like this, which is why he's got this granite chin. Cool. I understand you might have never seen him get rocked like this, but that boy yeah. gets hit. That boy gets hit. That's a fact. He gets hit. Every, every fight. Yeah, that man. Year, the bar was... Teeing off. Him. Teeing off. Teeing off. Cracking it with... Unloading. Yeah. <laughs> Parker was... Parker put away. He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna," because everyone Bro. sees what they see. Yeah, this guy's there to be hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, shout out to as well. To be fair, because look, usually he was he's been taking risks. He's been taking and, risks. In fact, flows when the first fight was made, I remember I've said this is a tough, this is a risky fight. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Zhang is risky. He's very tough to deal with. Casuals might not know him, but he's very well known in heavyweight circles as being someone that is tough tricky to deal with. He beat Helgovich for most people, in most people's eyes. Helgovich wasn't in no rush to ride that back. Um, so Zhang is well known. And um, so credit to Joe Joyce. Yeah, he, he's he got that Dylan White in him in terms of he's happy to fight anyone. Doesn't matter if he's, you know, on the cusp of a, of a, of a title shot or not. Bring on all comers. So I rate that about him. I do rate that. He doesn't duck anyone. But unfortunately, he's come unstuck here and that's how it is. But as you said, Flo, the hit last week, the heavyweight division is so trash that you won't be surprised if you see him again. And that's probably true. He can come again. I just don't think that he can get over that threshold of stepping into that world-class elite level. He doesn't beat Fury, he doesn't beat Usyk if he fought them, for me. And he will have to, if he wants to be champ, you have to wait for them man to bounce before he can get champ. But he's never been the Fury or Usyk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, punches chance and whatnot, but just in general, if I'm picking the winner, those guys, I think Joyce is below them guys. Um, because I, I think Zhang loses to both of them as well. Yeah. But speaking of Zhang, he needs a he needs a title shot now. Obviously, he's now mandatory for Usyk. He called out Tyson Fury, but sorry, bro, never gonna happen. Fury's never gonna fight you. <laughs> Focus on Usyk. Usyk. Usyk will make that happen, I think. I think Usyk is happy to fight anyone. So um I think Usyk boxes rings around him, but obviously. Zhang is dangerous in the first couple of rounds, but I think Usyk, you know, he's able to navigate through those and box springs around him. But at the end of the day, floats. I think at 40 years old, he's not getting any younger. It's his time now to get that title shot at least. I'd be happy for him to get at least one title shot before he calls it a day. I think he's earned it and deserved it, to be honest. That's that's, that's my take on Zhang. So I'm happy for him to get that shot. Yeah. Um, we'll see what the motivation is for Fury and Usyk. Um I, I can't imagine Fury wanting to fight Zhang. He's not fighting. Um, he's he's off. He's after the money. He'll probably yeah. need some WWE, some UFC features. Yeah, yeah. Probably call that John Jones next. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then Usyk. He's 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 done it. He's given enough to the sport in my eyes. Um, you you happy you happy to see Usyk retire, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Look, the Tyson Fury fights all there is. Uh, really. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, so so that's left the uh, undisputed, and maybe I think Tyson Fury should be stripped. Um, yep, should be stripped, 100. and whoever I think Usyk wants the undisputed fight. Um, if that's available yeah. for him, then he would take his mandatories and do that. But um, if it's not, then I think he might go the payday route as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might start doing exhibitions or something because mm. these the books and fights aren't being made. These exhibitions that are being made, so I don't know. Um, I have no high hopes for the heavyweight division in terms of action. So, and at this point, I, I'm not even going to point fingers and blame, blame <laughs> do the blame game. Um, maybe Usyk will more likely fight Deontay Wilder because there's more money in it. If that, if you get what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, so who knows? But hopefully, Zhang does get a shot. He deserves it. No Facts. Yeah. It'd be criminal, I think, if Zhang retires with no shot, to be honest. But yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, Joyce, he'll come again, Flores. I don't think he's gonna call it a day now. He just got he's got rebuild. 
uh, you know, Dylan White's there, them guys, type of guys are there. But yeah, I just I just feel like we've seen the limit of how far I can go, to be honest, those. That's it with him, to be honest. Yeah, man. I mean, no, no shame, but I just feel like that that elite threshold he can't cross. And that 38 flows. He's not we know what he needs to learn add to his game, and clearly he's not gonna learn it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's just how it is, man. <laughs> if he's for, if he's unfortunate enough to face a guy who hits harder than him or he slaps like really cracks, then it could be peak for him. That's it, really. Like Wilder kills him. <laughs> So yeah, you know what I said, AJ Joy set up. <laughs> Remember when AJ <laughs> tweeted that I stopped this guy in the amateurs? <laughs> and we both said we know exactly how it went. <laughs> yeah, facts. In the first, it was a first round stoppage, I believe. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know exactly how it went. Walked onto it, bang. Look, <laughs> so AJ was the. And he obviously him and AJ had their back and forth, so I think yeah, that's a good they've, fight. Yeah, um, they've they they got history, as we know. Yeah, yeah, um, both, yeah, yeah, both Olympians and whatnot. And yeah, I think they sparred multiple times. Lots of both stories Nigeria. about <laughs> stories about Joyce dropping him in spar, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Before I was a bit more worried, but you know what? It's still it's still a worrying fight for AJ to be fair because yeah. Joyce is strong, but um. AJ's yeah. tentative. And I, I, yeah, this current AJ I'm still worried about, but yeah, it, it's a fight that, you know, it won't go the distance. It won't go, for sure. I think someone's getting bagged out. So, yeah. Um, undercard quickly flows. Uh, might as well quickly touch upon it. We don't have to dwell on it, but return Anthony Yard. <laughs> I don't know the opponent's name. I know it was a late replacement. Flows, uh, I feel like you might have some words for this because <laughs> he, he was pissed off at this fight. <laughs> Just at the matchmaking, in terms of... <laughs> So, Flores, I'll give you the floor because I know you was vexed. It's it's my problem with boxing at this point. Um, yeah. Because at this point, we've seen a lot of undercards. This is the co-main event of, yeah. of this fight. It's not pay-per-view, yeah. so cool. A co-main event, and it's not even a competitive fight. Um, mm. Granted, late replacement or whatnot, yeah. but it's it's typical of boxing where if you just scroll down the odds for most of these fights, there's a huge favourite versus a massive underdog. And in a sport, the definition of a sport is it has to be competitive. For it. <laughs> that's that's what a sport it's is. A good spectacle for the yeah. for the for the viewer, right? So yeah, it, it's 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 competition, it's competitiveness. It's, these fights are competitive, and I don't know how much Anthony Yard's going to gain from training for however long to come in there and do two rounds against a guy who's a soup can essentially. Yeah, um, it's it's. Obviously, he gets gets some time with the with the ten ounce gloves and whatnot, no mm-hmm. head guards and whatnot. But it's glorified punching bag session. It was a five minute, <laughs> five minutes in there against a punch bag. Yeah. It's not what Anthony Yard needs. It's, it's the story of his career. He fights these NPCs and these side characters. NPCs. <laughs> and it oh goes my against, gosh! Goes there against the big bosses. Yeah, and it's, it's true. he falls short. He falls yeah. short every time because he hasn't. Sharpen these tools against the necessary opponents. Mm, mm-hmm. um, not this this one, no fault of his own, whatever. Um, but hopefully, we see him against worthy competition before he steps in with a, a Watsy or Aziz or goes back and runs in with a Bivol because he's not he's thirty two. He's thirty two now, so yeah, yeah, boy. It's, it was just not a fight we needed to see. Not even a fight I really wanted to talk about, but. It's damning on boxing again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can only beat who he gets put in front of him. But, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, as you said, late replacement. So you might cut him a bit of slack for that. Um, it was a, his, this is his first fight in Pertobia. So it was a kind of ring rust, kind of, you know, check out the cobwebs kind of thing. But my issue is with Yard, sometimes we see it. He goes from this to world title or world level opponent. And that's just not the right preparation for him. So I hope that we can see him having two more fights, you know, of him getting back to where he needs to be. Good competition before we see him in a world title fight again or a top-level contender because we want to see Yard win at the end of the day. And he's good enough to to win. You know, he really showed himself in Bogdobia of how good he can be. But he just needs the right preparation, simple. So, um, yeah, hopefully we see him again. Much better level competition, at least, at least two more times before we see him step into a top, top contender fight um 
But yeah, that's it for that card flows. Let's touch upon quickly the um the Pedro Richardson card that was over in America. Uh, I had some question marks over this fight in the sense that Richardson is a very good prospect, but I, you know, I wasn't too sure if this was too soon for him against a very, very seasoned veteran in Jose Zapeda. Flows. Richard, Richardson Hitchens, yeah, is very, very good. He dominated a game, a what you know, a world level Jose Zapeda. Zepeda's so only lost to champions. He's com- he's challenged for the title three times. And given type, you know, contenders and good fight, you know, champions, good, good fights. Flores, I gave him one round. Got absolutely oh. dis- dominated, pieced up by Richardson, who to me has announced himself at 140 as a as a contender for sure. This this flows, this kid is very, very good, very impressive. He fights behind the jab. He's very hard to his style was gonna be very difficult to beat. It's similar to Devin Haney's flows in terms of it's on the back foot kind of. He can box forward or going back, but he's very difficult to hit, clean. Fights behind the jab. He's got a very, very good long, you know, very good one-two. And he's also flows. He's um he's very long for the for the weight class. He's at one foot, he's about 5'10, got a really long reach. So his size is gonna, is gonna pose a really big issue, I think. And Zapeda couldn't get in. Like he was trying to get in, trying to rush him, got pieced up with a jab. But I think by round three, you're seeing him marked up under the eye because he was eating jabs all night. Um, defensively, very good to hit, very good, you know, twitchy, knows when to clinch, knows when to shoulder roll. I liked what I saw a lot, Flores. I really did. I think, it, I think Hitchens is a very, very good prospect. One to look out for. And it was a top quality performance against a top quality competitor. However, Flores. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. However... I honestly have a bone to pick with boxing fans or casuals or whatnot, but yeah, obviously when you see someone that's super skilled who fights a certain way, he's already been given the Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson tag. And what I mean by that, listeners, is they're already branding him boring, hard to market, puts people to sleep in terms of not knocking out, but in terms of you know night sleepy oh. time. Um, and I don't like that, Flores, to be honest, because just because someone is skilled doesn't mean that they're born. Obviously, casual fans like to see knockouts and, you know, press forward, blah, blah, you know, swinging and whatnot. That's not what boxing's about, though. It's about hit and not get hit. And Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson are suffering from this right now in terms of they've been, they're being labelled as boring. Nobody wants to see them, blah, blah, because they're too skilled. And I feel like this Hitchens guy is kind of similar to that in terms of he's very, very skilled um, and... I think because he's young, Flores, I can cut him some slack in terms of he's still learning. I think as he progresses his career, he will learn when he needs to, you know, force the issue, for example, and sort of sit down on his punches. We've seen Shakur. Shakur now tends to, you know, when, when he has the point of hurt, he looks to try and get him out of there and really sit down on his punches. When Shakur first started, he was kind of, you know, boxing, not get, you know, hit and not get hit, not try and force the issue. I think that will, and Haney's tried it as well. He's tried to stay in the pocket a couple of times and box and really, yeah. really sit down and try to get his guys out of there. Obviously, from a marketability aspect, you kind of need to learn that because obviously that's how you get the money, the big offers, blah, blah. But Richardson, again, this is what, his 16th fight? He's still learning. That will come, I feel like. But there's no need to get on his back now and be like, yeah, he's boring, he's dry. Oh, te- you know, Tesco value, Devin Haney, blah, blah. Him and Haney would be the most boring fight in the world, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Chill, man. It's a skilled young fighter who is boxing. This is what boxing is. And that will come. That's 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 what I had to, you know, those those comments I didn't like, Flores. But this oh. kid is very, very talented, bro. Like, from I was very impressed. I like him. Yeah. Lot. I think a lot of people compare these man to Tank. Tank obviously has the explosive knockout power. Yeah. Um, great knockout records. But um, these, play, these fighters with extensive amateur backgrounds. Um, you can see the amateur training. It's the foundations, the basis of boxing you need to have, and that's the skill part. Yeah. Um, I, I find after, <laughs> mainly Americans, really. Um, yeah. They yeah. want to see knockouts. They want yeah, to see, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of Americans. American casuals. Let me yeah. say, yeah. The casuals, if you're not knocking people out, then you're not entertaining them. You see how they um, clamor for the Lofkins and... Um, yeah. Tank because of the knockouts, the highlight rule knockouts. 
So when you're not getting that, and it's a sh- once again, if it's a shout-out win and it's not against someone they don't know, they think, oh, boring, um, not, inter- not entertaining, not interesting. So yeah, um, he, he should just focus on himself, focus on yeah. the wins. Yeah. And like you see with Shakur now, where Shakur's really trying to get people out of there, show yeah. me his business. Yeah. Um, like you say, it will come. I think it will come, yeah. Um, but look out for him, listeners. Uh Richardson Hitchens, he's announced himself one he called out obviously Tiafimo. He wants to be obviously he's from Brooklyn as well. So he said, you know, that'd be a great fight for Brooklyn. If not, the window of Devin Haney, Regis Progre, he wants. I've said it before, obviously, he's had back and forth with both of them guys as, anyways. I said, all these guys know each other very well. So, you know, he's in camps with uh, Kishon and Shakur. So he's, he's on that side of the table, I guess. So, yeah, man, he's he's very, very good, though. But I like him. He's humble as well. I like his personality. And um, just, yeah, not, that division, as we said, flows. It's, it's cracking. <laughs> it's cracking. So, yeah, look out for Richardson Hitchens. Very, very good win. All right, flows. Um, we got to touch upon Conor Ben, of course. We'll be remiss not to. Um, his return against a Mexican fighter called Orozco. Flows. When I went to look at the opponent first and foremost, when the fight was made, I'm there and I'm looking. I'm seeing six one. I said, "Huh? Wait, how?" And then I caught <laughs> that this guy. I caught this guy's actually a, what he's he's a middleweight. And then I've deep that this fight is actually at 154. So this is Ben's first fight at 154 pounds. So I was like, okay, it makes sense. I was like, six one water weight. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is Ben's return. Obviously, flows. Obviously, it's been very, very well documented. The issues he's faced currently outside the ring with the bands and whatnot. Still ongoing, to be honest. Lots of question marks, but he's got his first fight back in, in America which in itself was a conversation to be had, I guess. But um, focusing on his return flows and the fight itself. Um, I don't know. Did you catch it? Did you see highlights or? Yeah, so, yeah. so highlights. So they watched the full thing. To be frank, flows, Ben pieced this guy up. It was actually a very entertaining yeah. fight because this opponent, Roscoe, he had, what, 38 fights? I think maybe three or four losses, 24 wins by, by KO. He was game as hell. Uh, and he kept coming forward flows. Pressure, pressure, typical. pressure. Huh? Typical Mexican. That typical Mexican. Do you know what you remind me of flows? Who? Margarita. <laughs> yeah. Tall, lanky, rangy, chin, crazy chin, just coming forward, applying pressure, not really moving his head, not very skilled. That's exactly what Margarita mm. was to me. And um, yeah, he kept coming all night flows. And Ben was cracking this guy with all his biggest shots and whatnot. Beautiful shots, by the way, some of these shots, well set up, well executed. And this guy wasn't budging, just came forward. So it made it exciting because even though this guy was clearly losing and getting pieced up, he was game, he kept coming forward and he was still throwing despite him getting pieced up. So it was a 10-rounder, but as a return for Conor Ben, very in terms of shaking off the cobwebs and you know getting back into it, really good fight for him, to be honest, because this guy was game, competitive, and he had to be on his end game, A game throughout. And he was able to flex, I guess, some of his boxing skills and show some of his movement and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, nice return for him. I think he won every round, clearly. Uh, maybe one or two I might have given to Roscoe, but, yeah, it was more or less a shout-out. But, um, Flores, what killed me was... <laughs> people, were, people are so funny. Obviously, watching their fight, the commentary I say, not, not, not commentators, but the people like dropping comments on like Reddit or Twitter. They're like, hmm, these these bed shots ain't got the same steam anymore, have they? It's a lot. Oh, he's already hurting these guys, is he? Interesting. He's looking smaller. They flows. They were saying the the fight, the shots have no pop. The shots ain't got the same pop anymore. Huh? It's very interesting. How, why is why is that? I said, oh, no, you lot avoid it. You lot take the piss. Oh, Look, man. This, is, this, is, this guy, I looked at his record, never been stopped. Yep. Um, had a good KOA record, yep. decent as well. Yep. Hasn't beaten anyone of note or whatnot. But when it's a Mexican, I'm always wary. Massive, <laughs> I'm always on edge. He's always worried. <laughs> because yeah. they come out of nowhere and start dealing with 
our, our British fighters. So, yeah. but Conor Ben looked good, looked sharp. Yeah, good test as a comeback. Um, and at one fifty four, the guy looks much bigger than him. But so um, he looked tiny. This <laughs> yeah. guy. Um, obviously, we, we know what Conor Ben's plans are. Even though after the fight, he's, he was talking about the one forty seven pounders again, saying he's coming for the crowd. But again, I Floats, I don't even know because he said that after the fight. But then I watched yeah. his, his interview on IFL, and he kept he did he barely, he kept mentioning obviously Eubank. Yeah, in terms of he wants Eubank, they're going to try and make that happen. He says he's happy to come up to one sixty to do that. If not, he's happy to stay at 154. And if there's no fight to 154 for him, he'll go to 147 and you know what he's on down there. And bro, even as a water weight floats, I went 147. Sorry, we said that this guy yeah. was small. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've seen it at 154 now. He looks tiny. Um now I'm not gonna imply that the reason why he won't, you know, these he weren't able to be stopping this guy compared to the water weights was because of his situation. I just purely think it's the size thing, Flows. He wasn't tremendously powerful at 147, like that. He's gone to 154, and he kept saying in, in his post-fight that the, the difference is he felt good, but the difference was that, yeah, these guys, they take they can take a lot more punishment compared to... He was like, oh, yeah, if if, if, if I was at 147, those you know those shots would have knocked out these all these welterweights. But he's at 154, so, you know, he, you know, he can take the punches a lot better. I'm there thinking to myself, bro, it's not that you're, you're just too small, and you're, you're not exactly... No, if you're huge power beforehand, anyway. So, if he plans on standing at 154, 160 floors, he's gonna have a serious issue with size and stopping these guys. Power, mm. these those two things are gonna be a massive, massive deterrent for him. So, for me, bro, forget this 154, 160, <laughs> go back to 147 and campaign there. You're even, I even think you're a bit small in that weight class, but you can hang. But if he plans to do one guy's punch. The big guys punch out of that too. So. Exactly, yeah. That, look at Boots. Boots is stopping all his opponents. Like, Virgil Ortiz yeah. is stopping all his guys. Yeah, these, there's real punches down there. You're not even one of them. So how do you think you compete at 154 and 160 as a puncher? It's it's mad to me. Um, yeah. Because Ben's a pressure... Like, he's a pressure guy. Like he comes forward mm. and he, he likes to load his hands and whatnot. So, yeah, man. Unfortunately, though, Flo's, it's, it's I think it's inevitable. The Eubank fight's going to happen. They're going to make it happen. There's too much money in it. Too much interest in it, apparently, from like just the public. That's what's probably gonna be next. And he, I think he's, he's gonna go up to 160 to do that because I think he said, Oh, I've shown that I can operate at a higher I said like I've shown I can operate at a higher weight class. 160 is no problem for me, easy to make. <laughs> so boy, boy. Uh you look your the performance was good, he looked good, he looked sharp, like I said. Um yeah. This like, before this nonsense, we were talking about how he's one of the most improved fighters. Yeah. Um. Just like a skill level, not even talking yeah. about power. Yes, yeah, skill. Yeah. Like, at a skill level, he's he's definitely improved. And yeah, you can see he's he's been in camp. He's still been training. He he, he looked sharp. Um. So, given that, and got to give Ben, um, his credit for being a mouthpiece, for being vocal, for being active outside yeah. of the ring. Um, he yeah. loves it. He loves he does love it. the chatting. Loves the social media thing, back and forth with the Americans, engaging with with all of them. So he's boosting his profile in that sense. Um, but you better stay away from the killers of one forty seven. If running to you back, Jude is the best thing for him. Do that. That's... <laughs> so he's talking. <laughs> boots, he, he posted side said he's coming forward the world the world awaits. So I was like, look Yikes. at the names on that list. Yeah, are you sure? Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy. But um, shout him out. Um, look, good to have him back. Um, mm. Regardless of the issues and whatnot, what um, the whole sport needs a, a shake up in that sense. But yeah, um, I ain't gonna stop a fighter from fighting, especially one who's ambitious. Well, yeah, sort of ambitious and look, uh, improving. For me, I just don't. I don't want a new bank fight. I feel like just go to one forty seven campaign there. But hey, man, he's his own man. If the if, look, I'm no, I know the bread's nice, so it's hard to say no in it. Flows, so yeah, that's yeah. that. Um, just to quickly round off that card as well, flows. Um, McCaskill, uh, Ryan, um, flows. McCaskill didn't look good again, man. She looked bad again. Mm-hmm. And in fact, most people are saying that she actually lost that fight. It was given a draw in the end, but a lot of people are yeah. saying that Ryan was robbed. And yeah, look, I mean, 
I think uh, Sonny Edwards was on commentary. He was straight away was like, nah, that's a terrible decision. Like judges have judges have done Ryan dirty, that kind of stuff. It's just these are the kind of results that make people hate boxing, etc. Like oh. she struggled again, man. She she hasn't looked, <laughs> she's fortunate to have these belts, you know. I can't lie, flows. Ever since beating Breakhouse, she hasn't looked great, McCaskill. So um it's not, <laughs> no, it's not doing it because yeah. Every time I back these fighters that just struggle. <laughs> they, they pull up, they pull up huge Josh, Josh Taylor. <laughs> We've already booked Josh Taylor and he struggled. <laughs> McCaskill, I said, look, I've seen the struggle too many times to beat Breakouts. Too many yeah. The rematch, I said, nah, Breakouts are going to write that wrong. Upset she me didn't. again. Yeah. And then since then, Bro. she's the McCaskill back to struggling again. Um, yeah. I, I haven't watched the fight before. I've seen highlights. Um, it looks... Once again, shout out to women's boxing. It looks it like they went barnstormer. Yeah, a spectacle. Yeah. yeah, but the word on the street is robbery again, and mm. I can't comment because I haven't seen the full fight. Um, so I'll I'll verify if, if it's a robbery or not. I hope they're not using robbery the same way <laughs> they've been using it for a long time. Yeah. But um, the rounds I saw, it, it seemed competitive. It seemed close. Whether that mm. was the story of the fight. Um, I, I can't say, but yeah, if mm. it was, then I feel sorry for Sandy Ryan because she's been doing her thing and McCaskill hasn't hasn't been lately. Because it was a draw flow, they'll probably they'll probably run it back. Because it was mm. a draw. I suspect they'll run it back and we'll see. Um but um yeah. Shout out to Sandy, shout out to McCaskill for women's boxing. It looked like it was a great fight. Um yeah. all right, Flores. Uh we've got two two cards to talk about next week. I want to get the uh the quickly get one out of the way real quick. And as we mentioned, that's Jaya Pataya against um a UK, he's defending in the UK against a UK uh fighter called Jordan Thompson, undefeated UK cruiserweight. Um, I think his best win probably Luke Watkins, which was his last fight. He stopped Luke Watkins. Um what, but title shot? <laughs> well, that was uh funny enough, that was that was fine because that was for the IBF. European cruiserweight title. But as you know, Flows, they've had to move down the list for Pattaya because this was originally meant to be the fight that Richard Yakpo had, which mm-hmm. they, they you know, they pulled out. And I guess they've been searching for opponents. And yeah, they landed with Jordan Thompson. So, they, yeah, fair play to Jordan. He got, you know, he stepped up to the plate. Uh, Pattaya, we know he's good. We saw the way he beat Paredes. We were very, very impressed. So I expect him to come through this nicely. Um... Yeah, I don't expect this to do much in terms of selling tickets and whatnot. I feel like he's, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that it's happening over here in London. Um, maybe they're trying to build his profile over here. Um, so yeah, if he maybe pulls out a statement win, it'd be good for him and good for his profile. But um, yeah, that's this weekend as well for those <laughs> upper tire. Yeah. yeah. If Apoli stayed up to zero metro, maybe that could have been him unifying, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and actually, yeah. Um, you know, could have easily got his title, a title back after what happened with, um, yeah, who knows? But um, mm. it's worth mentioning as well. Flows Ellie Scott is also on the on the undercard. She's she's defending her IBF uh, World Super Bantamweight title as well against a chick called Laura Griffer, who she should come through quite easily. I feel like based on what I can see of this Griffer's record. Shout out to Ellie. Shout out to Jai. Um. That's on Matchroom Design. But flows. Let's get to the meat and bones, the main event next week. What we're here to talk about. Fernando Alvarez, Jamel Charlo is finally here. Um, yeah, man. Flows. Obviously, this isn't the Charlo brother we originally expected him to fight, but based on circumstances outside the ring, we knew that if it's gonna be one Charlo brother, it's gonna be Mel. Um, credit to Mel for stepping up to the plate, Flows. He's moving up to 168 to challenge. He's got two way classes. Obviously, most of the detractors have said that this is a joke of a fight because of the fact that he's two weight classes up. But as we've pointed out many times in this pod flows, it's not as far fetched as you seem because, as you see, uh, as it seems, because of the fact that naturally Mel was bigger than Canelo by quite a bit, to be fair. So, yeah, not to say he can uh, automat- that automatically makes him a super middleweight, but it's not as big of a jump as you expect. Um, yeah, credit to Mel flows. I, I, I'm going to come out with from the gate floors. I don't expect Jamel Charlo to beat Canelo. I'll be so honest. I think it, I think he'll be competitive in portions, 
He's a good fighter, Jamal. Very, very good fighter. But it's just levels again, Flores. We talk about levels a lot on this pod. And I feel like the levels are kind of shown as just above in terms of who Canelo's been in there with as well. Mel was undisputed in his weight class. Amazing feat. But, I mean, if I look at Canelo's undisputed run at 168, it's more impressive to me. It's a lot yeah. more impressive to me. I'll be so real. Um, so, yeah, man, I think I think Canelo wins this fight. And Flores, I'll be so real. I think Canelo's going to stop Jamal Charlo. I think he stops him. Right. I, I, I think he stops him. I've got, I've got, I've really got a feeling that he can stop him, and that we, of course, he can. I think he will. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mel's gonna have to rely on his boxing. I think a lot and his movement, which is what he's gonna try and do. Mm. Back foot, similar to how he fought. What's his name? Um, Brian. Um, no, um, Argentinian brother. I always forget his name, but he's called yeah, Castaño. Castaño. Yes, yes, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian Castaño. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I Brian Castagno in the first fight where he was almost on the back foot, I feel like, probably because oh. I guess, probably because I guess the pressure that Castagno put him under. Um, But that sort of blueprint in terms of how Castagno fought that fight in terms of coming forward, really good head movement, good lateral movement to avoid the jab and to get in on his chest. We've seen Canelo can do that in in the flows in space at an elite world-class level. Um, yeah, I feel like, obviously, in the second fight, Charlo, you know, wrote, you know, he wrote the wrongs and he was a lot more aggressive, which is what he needed to be. Um, but I feel like being aggressive against Canelo is also comes with a lot of risks, Flores, because we know Canelo naturally is an elite counter-puncher. So I, I struggle to see where Mel will have serious success. Obviously, I know he's very athletic quick as well can also bang but I don't expect him to rock Canelo <laughs> we've yeah. seen 175 pounders fail to rock Canelo so I'm not going to I don't see how Mel is selling him down on the power Mel was even the the weak of the two twins in terms of power punching normally so yeah. I don't see how Mel's going to rock him Um, yeah just from a stylistic standpoint Flores I feel like it's just going to be tough for him that pressure Canelo is going to apply to him the body work etc he will eventually break him down Um. Yes, yeah, so I suspect to see Mel on his bike for, not on his bike, but just fighting on the back foot. And that's his best bet, I guess, to get points off. But I don't think ultimately flows, it'll be futile. <laughs> I, I don't even think that would be his game plan, but we'll see. Um, Do you think he's being aggressive? Yeah, he's with, um, what's it called? Um, what's their coach's name? What, Derek James? Derek James. Have you seen yeah. Derek James be defensive? Not defensive, but we saw in that first Castanio fight how he fought that fight in terms yeah, of he was uh, on the back foot throughout. Um, yeah. Yeah, even... Uh, I would even say the the, the Harrison 2 fight. He wasn't defensive, but, you know, he was he was letting Harrison dictate and come forward on him. Yeah. I think, I just, I think that's more um, Mel when he's not as confident I think that's a confidence thing with him. Um, because when he lets that happen, he doesn't look as good. He's never done it where he looks good. He if looks that makes best, sense. He looks best when he's aggressive. Yeah. Mel yeah. should yeah. It looks but like can, he's not. Can you do that against another floors? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> look, the big the big thing with me is yeah. um yes, Mel has never operated this way, but it's more a case of he has to cut less weight than he would normally cut because mm. Um, but it's the inactivity, bro. He's coming off an injury or surgery, I believe. Yeah, hand surgery. Hand surgery. Yeah, he's been inactive. He hasn't fought this year. Fought once last year. Fought once the year before. Fought once yet the year before that. Um, <laughs> in act in that time, Canelo has fought six or seven times. Yeah, like the last three years. Um, minimum, he's done two a year. Yeah, let me let, let, let me let, well, keep talking. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. Do check from like yeah from 2019. The, the reason we praise Canelo so much is because he's been active, um, right. and <laughs> yeah, with that you're moving up two weight classes. You're coming off an injury. You've been inactive. You're already fighting at a deficit, in the words of Kenny Poor. <laughs> so just just to say, flows yeah, since 2019, if, including 2019 yeah. to now, Mel's fought five times. Canelo's fought nine times. So he's basically he's almost yeah. doubled, basically doubled yeah. his output, which is yeah, crazy. 
Um, obviously, the pandemic happened that kind of hindered everyone's uh, activity. Yeah. But since then, one's been active, one hasn't. One's for a high level of position. Yeah. One one hasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he, he stops. Mel, he could. I'm not saying he he can't. But we've seen Canelo fail to stop a few of his recent opponents. Uh, ones that he should stop in John Ryder, in mm-hmm. Golovkin. That's <laughs> cheeky. Hey, that's tongue that's in cheek, listeners, before you go. Che- that's cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so maybe he, he wants to make a statement of Mel and get him out of there, but um, should be a good fight. And I'm yeah. backing Canelo to win. I just think yeah. Mel's fighting that deficit here. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if he thought he's, he, he, he could do it, he could definitely do it. It's possible. Mm. People say Canelo's on the decline, Mel's aggressive and strong. Um, but yeah, young, 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 like young hungry lion, <laughs> even though he's older than Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I, I just wanted to mention as well for those, like, Looking at opponents from two, 2019 to now, mm-hmm. Canelo's for Daniel Jacobs, Kovalev, Kyle Smith, Yildirim, Billy Joe Saunders, Kayla Plant, Bivol, Triple G, and John Ryder. I'm going to go through Ch- Charlo's opponents 2019 to now. Jorge Cota, Tony Harrison, Jason Rosario, Brian Costanio twice. So if we're looking at the caliber opposition flows, it, it's just so heavily skewed in Canelo's favor as well. Not just the activity, but the caliber yeah. as well, who he's been in there with. So um yeah. These times I can't even say what Mel's record would be against those um Canelo opponents. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even yeah, say yeah, 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 that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he comes away with with all well, Canelo lost one. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at that. Maybe Mel loses four or five. Three, three or four. <laughs> It's yeah. possible, yeah. Um, especially yeah. at the weight, like the weight classes that um, Canelo was moving up and down because that's across yeah. weight classes. Um, yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That um, that was that was from what middleweight to flipping light heavy. <laughs> so exactly, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, one sixty to one seventy five. So mad. <laughs> yeah, I will say this as well, Flores. Obviously, I wasn't exactly for this fight. I wanted. My plan for Mel for Mel was obviously get that fight on with with um, Tim Zhu, um, and then obviously you know he, he wins that Tim Zhu bout. Obviously he's got but he's undisputed. He's done what he has to do at one fifty four. He can now move up and you know go to one sixty and fight some of the champions there, etc. And that was initially the plan. Obviously, obviously Tim Zhu fight got postponed because of his injury. And obviously, then the Canelo fight popped up. So I don't, you know, I don't blame him, Flows, because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. We've spoken about how powerful the Canelo lottery is, and how big it is for fighters. This is going to be the biggest payday of his career by miles. So you take these opportunities, right? So I don't blame him in that. Like, fair enough. I was like, oh damn, but I thought to myself, yeah, it's Canelo. You, who, who says no? To, you can't say no to Canelo. You actually can't. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of P flows. Yeah, that's crazy. You can't say no to that yeah. bag. Um, yeah, yeah, for no, for real life. We've seen men who don't mm. fight again after fighting Canelo. Billy Joe Saunders, we've seen him recently, yeah. ballooned in weight, like he's never coming back. <laughs> so it's like, man, that, that Canelo stimmy is, is, is serious. So I don't blame him for taking it. You know, enjoy these moments, biggest fight of your career. And he does himself a good service, flows if he looks good in terms of cool. He might, he's probably not going to win, but. He makes it somewhat competitive or he you know, does better than what everyone thinks he can do, which I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, Jamal Charlo is a world-class fighter, top fighter. So mm. I've got nothing against him. It's just he's up against one of the goats, man. <laughs> Simple as. And um, right. yeah, I hope, I hope big bros in the crowd watching as well. I hope he gets hype as well. And, you know, him and Canelo can go back and forth. And like, you know, you're next, maybe. You can ginger Jam- Jamal to get back in the ring as well because... We've seen, I haven't seen him for almost three years now, so <laughs> still champion though. But yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, we know what the plan is, I guess, with PBC Canelo, Charlo again, maybe as in the bro, and Benavides at some point as well. Those are the guys, obviously, that we expect him to see with, see him in with. Obviously, the the Errol Spence talkers kind of called flows. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> so um for obvious reasons but yeah um should be a good fight we expect to see the usual pbc rabble flows in the crowd <laughs> with the chokers on yeah there'll probably be probably a fight a or two yeah in the crowd because there's always a limbs as, as well yeah couple couple <laughs> couple nba players couple football players you know how it is singers rappers couple fights yeah. a couple it's usually a couple flare-ups in these fights oh, <laughs> i would have caleb plants can be there. <laughs> so i'll be there on fight hype checking the interviews <laughs> of that flows Bruno will be there i'm sure you know the usual characters um yeah but yeah the typical pbc night it's in vegas isn't it so yeah, we just know it. Like so. again, if Canelo in Vegas is always already it's already skewed. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it's what it is. But I don't think he needs the Vegas skewing for this one. I think he's good enough to beat Charlo comfortably without. Yeah, not really comfortably, but I think he's good enough to beat him without having any dodgy scorecards and whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I will say as well, actually, uh, for the people who are criticizing Canelo for saying why are you bringing up someone from two weight classes below. Canelo's done the same thing. He went from Danny Jacobs to Kovalev, didn't he? Yeah. Jumps up two weight classes. Yeah. Well, that's we can discuss the Kovalev fight on another day, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. he stops Kovalev. Same year as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's something he's not doing anything that he ain't done himself. Yeah. Um, so right, yeah, we say Mel's dimensions are bigger than Canelo's. Bigger than yeah. Yeah, that photo, so, that there's a photo, a throwback photo of both of the twins next to Canelo, and he's they're towering over him. <laughs> they're actually towering. Canelo's five seven. Mel is what five five eleven. Like that's a good couple of. Anyway, I'm not gonna say that. That's, that's the hell of pause worthy, but yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of height. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, you see Canelo do his press tour on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and other places saying even at one forty seven, these men are bigger than him. So yeah, exactly. Big facts. Um, He's just a freak. On, on, yeah, he's just on a, on a madness. He's yeah. he's what Kevin Ben's trying to be. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Ben, don't try this at home, man. Stay, stay yeah, man, for real, for real. <laughs> um, on the undercard flows, just mention you have got you you guys on on the undercard. I think this is his first fight since the Spence loss. Mm. He's fighting Mario Barrios for the interim WBC waterweight title. So that's a decent co-main event, I guess. Um, got a lot of time for Ugas. Good fighter. Um, good to see him back because that, that Spence uh, that Spence fight was brutal. Obviously, what happened to him. So um, good to see him there. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to look at who else is on the undercard. I see. I see Lubin's on the on the undercard as well. He's fighting a undefeated uh, American guy called Jesus Alejandro Ramos Jr. Um, not too clued up on this guy, but he's undefeated. So yeah, it might be good for Lubin. Um, for that one, but yeah, no, there seems to be some decent fights on, on the undercard, so it should be all in all flows a, a good night of boxing. Um, for PBC, um, but yeah, I look forward to seeing the fight, how it plays out. Always good, always got time to watch Canelo in action, you know, it's a big night for boxing, and we'll see what happens next afterwards, isn't it? Ah, uh, but I think flows that's the uh, I think that's what I've got on my list to talk about today. Uh, you got anything else you want to add, Flores? Not we can round up. I saw yeah, one I crazy that's... piece of news actually, Flores. But that? I edited it because I didn't believe it. I don't know if it's true. I hope it's not true, but I I, I just completely edited it because I thought you know what, Javante Davis' is next fight. Um, I don't, I don't I know if you saw it. What was it? I saw something <laughs> stupid. I think I ignored it as well. Edit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, I ignored it. <laughs> I ignored it. <laughs> He further yeah. catch rate 150, 145. I said, yeah, yeah. get the hell out. I, I, I closed the app. I said, F off. I as well. I didn't even send it to you. I, usually, I send you, we usually send each other stuff. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even bother. Script. I said, I just closed it. I said, you know, yeah. do one. Nonsense. So, yeah, that's, that's it, right. it, it better look close. If I have, anyways, I don't, I don't want to think about that ever happening because I'll be, <laughs> yeah, I'll be livid, yeah. Flows. I'll be livid. Yeah, I don't believe that one. I, said, I, I, I did I, too. I, because no, because Calvin Ford has come out and said that you know Tank's next fight is coming out soon. It's a big secret, but it's a yeah. big fight. So that's when obviously I thought I saw surely not. Please don't say that, please. Yeah. Because they're that both getting corned if that fight happens. I'm sorry, they're both getting smoke <laughs> from me. Hello, smoke. And PBC yeah. as well. That's funny. No, that, that can't be that. Yeah. Um, I, I did see rumored was um Benavides versus Boo Boo. Demetrius Andre. Okay. Um, yeah, because the 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 Benavides um 
Morel fight. It fell through, right? It's not happening. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is good for Morel, to be fair, because I thought it was too early for him, but yeah. Yeah. Apparently Benavides and Dimitri's Andres. Yeah, I did see that too. Yeah. In November, yeah. apparently. So <laughs> pay-per-view is crazy, but it's mutt. <laughs> I'm gonna say pay-per-view, but we know who really we we know who's bringing in the, the, the money. It's Benavides. Yeah. It's it's boo-boo riding off the coattails. <laughs> Yeah, and they'll just build up the win against Canelo. So it's like a Canelo pay-per-view thing. Elimination. Nice. Yeah. That's a, it's a good fight. It's a very good fight. Great I'll fight. see that. But I hope hope it's being made. I really yeah. do. That's PBC. We said big they, things if they make they that. Need to, they need to fight each other, right, Flows, and earn the right to fight Canelo, right? We've said it before. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like the sound of that one. The other one, not... No, the other one better not be true because the way I aired it real quick I was livid I said yeah F off boxing would do one if that's the case but yeah <laughs> yeah it's quarter day there Flo it's been episode 161 of the Strategies and Podcast once again I'm being your boy Cam boy, and as always guys keep supporting us peace <laughs>